Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode number 59 of the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media. It's time to check in and see how Tyler Glass now is feeling in the Tampa Bay Rays. Where's your little cool contraption on your arm? It's gone, dude. I don't have to wear it anymore. As of, it was the five-week protocol, so it's been like five weeks and two days or so, so I don't have yeah. to wear it anymore. All I have is this cool little scar. It's actually really small, too. Meister did it. Keith Meister, and he's he's real sly with it. It's like two inches. So he did a good job. Shout out Keith Meister. Yeah, Way that's it. How's it feel, by the way? If I if I were to touch it, would it bother you or nothing? I forget I had surgery all the time. It, it's been recovering like crazy fast. And I've been working with uh, Paul Harker's our rehab guy with the Rays, and that dude is just a workhorse. He's an MVP of rehab. So I think like me feeling good has a lot to do with him. Um, and just being able to go in every day and like getting that treatment every day, as opposed to somebody who were to get Tommy John and like have to just do regular PT. It's like three times a week, but I'll go in like six times a week. So I think it's just like a quicker recovery. Let's not overdo it here. Well, yeah, I'm not like throwing or anything, but just like the first initial part of like pain and like range of motion and stuff all came back really early. So that's, that's a good sign for me anyway. It's the small victories I need to hunt. No, that's, this is what we're focusing on. I thought that, um, when you have Tommy John, don't they don't they push on it? And aren't you supposed to scream like that? This isn't no. Like yeah, I mean, up? I think it's more about like when you first come in, they make do the range of motion. So when I first had it and you're in that sling, like you can't go two inches without it hurting. But for some reason, after like a couple of days, Hark was really bending it. And I did my first two root weeks at a rehab place in uh, Arizona because I was hanging out with my family. And right. Then, but so it was more aggressive when I got to Tampa with Hark and he was like ripping on it, but it was fine. Like I kind of, I didn't enjoy the pain, but it was like, cool, we're getting something done. Like, I don't know if pain is the best sign of getting something done, but I, I thought it was great. So all that's gone and I feel really good right now. I've been able to like work out and such. So I good. feel like a normal human again. That's very, very nice. I know how much you enjoy your getting your sweat on. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> was there a particular teammate who, uh, ran into your arms and, and jumped in there and just said, "Glass, it's so good to have you back." Uh, everyone was super cool. I mean, of course, Brett. You know, um, I saw honestly everyone. Like, oh, his, not his like hurts, everyone was like, hurts, hugging me or anything, dude. His hurts like, level when you walk back oh, yeah. in the clubhouse was out of control. <laughs> I'm sure it was probably <laughs> was like plus, twelve thousand. Yeah, maybe if that. Yeah, yeah, probably a plus two hundred. I saw it in his face when I came in. It was nice to see him again give him a hug. I was gone for a while too. It was just cool being back in like that atmosphere and the structured schedule of it all. Just especially being like out of surgery, sitting at home, being super bored. Shout out to Donna and Greg, but my God, I was so just, there was no routine. It was very like monotonous and now it's more normal. I feel like a, a functioning person in society kind of. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. So let's focus on that for a second. Your parents <laughs> seem very cool. A couple of times that I've met them, uh, hip, kind of a younger feel yeah, to him, nice. you know? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure they like that. <clears throat> like when my 20 year old comes home, he's like, I love you guys. And we're not, we're 50. Sure. And he's like, like enough. Yeah. You, did you have any of those too. child? You did. Oh yeah. All the time. Well, they're the same with me. I'm sure. Like after a couple, they're probably like, you can leave our house now. You can like get out of here. But <laughs> it's it's definitely like I think it's a pretty standard relationship when you're with your parents and then like you're there for an extended period of time. And they're both retired now, so it was all three of us just retired together in a building. And when you can't, when you sit there and I like, can't do anything, you don't really have like any like not goal, but just because the first two weeks you're supposed to do nothing. And I was like. I just sit here and do nothing the whole time. So that got a little frustrating, but they're cool. Like we'd go to dinner and it was always nice, like having them there. And then like, I could leave whenever I wanted. And obviously, and I have friends in Arizona, so that made it a lot easier, but it was, it was cool seeing them for that long. And then they had a trip planned on the 18th of August. So they were like, all right, you're going to be here for two weeks. And we already have our flights and everything to come see you in Florida before I got hurt. So like, we're going to, and so they stayed with me another week. So it was a full blown, it's like a month long party. It was fun though. It was, it was a good time. Okay. All right. Um, I noticed on your Instagram story, we're taping this on the day after the NFL season kicked in mm-hmm. Champa Bay. Yes. So you did like, we're doing your homework right <laughs> now. You went to the game. I did. Yeah. I should have posted more. So I went, I hit up the social media person and they like hooked me and Cody up with tickets and they gave us, uh, I didn't even post it too. I'm so bad at Instagram. Here, I'll get it right now. Hold on. Oh, this is great. Ooh, yeah. Well, 
Uh, Glass now has left the scene for those that are audio only right now. He's back. We appreciate he's back. you. He's back. So they gave oh, me this. Back. We walked in and they gave Cody one and they gave me like what backwards, but yeah, like a cool custom jersey and stuff. And I, it was weird walking through there with my name on it, so I didn't like wear it while I was walking around because it was should have weird. But I wore it when I sat in my seat and everything, and like it's super cool. I'll wear it like all the time when they play and stuff. So that was really cool. They gave me a disposable camera. I was supposed to take a bunch of photos and I didn't. I took like I took enough. I took like fifteen. I had Cody take some too. It was it was a fun little assignment though. So, so wait a second, was, what do you have to do with the disposable camera? Just leave it on the table? Like that's what we do that at bar mitzvahs. What do you what do you have yeah, to do? Yeah, like it was basically like that. It was like a bar mitzvah. I just have to I was supposed to return it to uh her at the end, but I did not. So I'll give it to someone with the raise and they'll mail it or I'll just go drop it off somewhere and then they'll like put together some sort of collage, I assume. Mm -hmm. I'm not quite sure what they're gonna do with all the with all the content, but I'm sure it'll be cool. Okay, so I have heard from several Tampa Bay Rays that that you're a big deal down there. Oh. What is it like when Tyler Glass now <laughs> walks into Buccaneers Palace? Uh, it's cool. I mean, everyone's really nice. Like, I get recognized a lot. I don't know if it's because of baseball or just because I'm tall. I'm sure it's a mixture of both. I do yep. stand out. I have, like, the long hair. So I think it's just, like, a double-take type deal. Um, but everyone's super nice. And, like, I don't mind taking pictures and saying hi to people, like, at all. Um, so in a place like that, a setting where there's a bunch of people, like it was uh, the whole game long and like people coming up and taking pictures and stuff, but people get so like geeked up about it. I'm like, how could I not like, it's cool. I don't know. When I was a little kid and, uh, I saw someone who played baseball or whatever, went to a game, anyone, I was like, I thought they were super cool, way cooler than they really are. Probably like, that's how I think. So I'm like, mm, I don't know why y'all want to take. I guess I do know why they want to take pictures, but I'm yes, like, you I'm do. Not that cool. Stop. I get it. I get it. But you know what I mean? Like when you're the person who wants the picture when you're younger, and then now I'm in the shoes of the person, the perspectives are different. So that's it's weird. It's cool. Though. That's Everyone's why people really, love really you, though. This is why people love you. You're 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 just like one of us. You understand it. You appreciate it. You respect it. But how many of the girls came up? Come on, bro. <laughs> it's not. I don't. It's more like little kids and stuff, and, and like I'm more a lot of. You are, like, you are turning as red as my shirt right oh, yeah. now. You are feel like I, I'm you're lying. Red. No, it's. I mean, sometimes, but it's mostly like geeked up adult men, and I'm like, oh, wow, they're all jazzed up, and that's cool. Um, but it's weird too, because I like obviously like I love the children. It's great, but when I go to games and stuff, and like everyone always throws balls and stuff to kids, and my perspective is like, I think we've talked about this before, like the the older whatever with the kids they spent all that money to bring their kids into the game and do all the stuff like it's almost more meaningful to them like they have like a longer track record of loving baseball like it's like the nostalgia mixed with just like being a, a fan and i feel like the older generation is very much more consumed in baseball like and it's maybe i i'm still there's a bunch of kids who love baseball but you know what i mean like it was just like the mecca back then so it's cool like when a guy comes up with his kids he's they're always like oh wow like more like sometimes the kids are like who's this long-haired guy and then the dad is always freaking out but i enjoy it a lot i think it's cool they turn into like little kids it's great it's super it's it's a weird position and perspective to have to see that so it's i don't ever want to like take it for granted so nope. i'm always like shouldn't it's great such um, people. you texted me last night that people know the show Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Two people kept coming up through the game, and like half of them were like, we love Tampa Ball, and then half of them were like, we love the Rose Rotation. I'm like, oh, very interesting. A lot of people said it. So I was like, look at that. Chris killing it on the No, no, no. Doing it's not, it. It's, it's the co-hosts. They're here for oh, the co-hosts. I'm just the guy that reads. It's a mix of both. I'm the guy that reads the ads <laughs> and spins this dorky wheel. So you just got to know your role in this. Different sport, <laughs> but do you – watch an NFL game with a different perspective when a guy like Tom Brady is doing his thing. Yeah. I just think anytime you can like appreciate greatness, if that sounds a little dramatic, but like just, he's amazing. And even people who were like, I don't like Tom Brady. First of all, I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, you know him. I don't understand that. But like, just to, I like respect how dedicated he is to his craft. I think everyone is like, it's, trickled into like his diet. Everything he does is to be better at his job. You know what I mean? So I think anyone can like pull some inspiration out of that and him just being what 44 and just like killing it. And that's just almost like you've seen from when he was younger and like, he's never been like a physical specimen, but like, I guess as he gets older, like it's more of like a mental game, I'm sure. And like, you just learn like the small little, it's just, I don't know. They understand the game so much more 
than like your casual fan. So it is, it was nice sitting up there and watching him do his thing. Even like watching Dak too. Like it was two unbelievable games yesterday. They now that could be, it, well. that's an inspiration for you. I mean, Tommy mm-hmm. John, 50% of the guys on every pitching staff have had this thing. Mm-hmm. But the fact that Dak had not played since week five of the previous year, having a very, this wasn't a knee injury in ACL, which we kind of group in there with a Tommy John these days in terms of sure. your ability to bounce back. But we're talking about the guy snapped his leg and then he couldn't throw for weeks because of a freaking pitcher's injury. In some, yeah. You know, in training camp, he had it under his armpit. They had to consult the Rangers physicians in order to how to properly treat it in Cowboys camp. I mean, that's yeah. got to be something where you're like, that dude did it. I'll be back better than ever. Yeah, for sure. I honestly, too, I don't, this isn't like, not cocky, but like, for not, I don't know, not one moment have I thought that I won't like come back. And I'm sure like it's a 15, whatever, 14 month process, but like, I know the rehab process of Tommy John, like you really hit all the small things you might not get a chance to in a regular season. Like you have so much strength and like stability work. And I just know like once you do get your feet under you, I just think I'll like take off running. And I, I think too, as far as like, I know how to keep like my velocity where it needs to be. It's not just like your arm. It's like all the stuff you do will have. So I think just strengthening all that, like I have a lot of confidence to know that I'll come back and like, and, and do well. Obviously, like if I don't, whatever. But like, I'll I'll still try. But I definitely have a lot of confidence to know, like if you know what you're doing, and you know how to like strengthen and like work your body right. You can come back and, and be good. But like you said, yes, I do find some inspiration behind that. Yeah, since day one, you have been on that train. You're all about that. Mm-hmm. I love it. Did you stay for the whole game? No. <laughs> oh goodness. <sake. laughs> I knew you were gonna ask that. I'm such an LA fan. I was like, I don't want to beat the traffic, dude. It was like. 8.20 start. I looked at the clock. I was like, I got, I got shit to do tomorrow, Chris. I got to go. It was great. And it sucks too. Cause and on the way in my Uber or whatever, I'm like keeping updates. I'm like, damn, I missed a really good one, but. Okay. Listen, it was just a last second kick and a, you know, a great drive <laughs> by Tom. It's really yeah, not that big a deal. We've seen it a lot before. Go back and watch Super Bowl 36. If you need it again, <laughs> uh, you can go watch uh, Super Bowl 51. If you need a little bit of inspiration, um, it, it's fine. It's happened. Before. Yeah. Whatever. No, I know. I kind of felt bad, but also I had rehab in the morning. So I was like, priorities here. It was fun while I was there. I got to say hi to a bunch of people. And, uh, you know, we had to leave with like a couple minutes left just to dodge that traffic. Hey, <laughs> did Phillips get to go? Because he is actually a big time Bucks fan. No, he wasn't there. Phillips is on the road with the team, I think. Yes. Well, I thought he's injured. I think he's still on the road because he was on the 10 day. I'm pretty sure he's still traveling. I don't actually. No, I should know, but I don't know. I think he's on the road. Yeah. How, uh, how's that going? You were pushing to get on the road. I don't know how that's going. I think now, like, cause there's so many different rehab guys. Like actually I can answer it since you're here today. Not very (laughs) well. well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I didn't work super well. I think this early part, because rehab is like, obviously my focus right now, like they want to keep guys separated. Like, and I'm working with Harker and I want to work with him and he's here. Mm -hmm. So I'll just stay here and work with Hark. Um, but in the playoffs, I want to travel so bad. Cause like, why? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, especially and like devil's advocate is because it's early on. I want to work with Hark, but also because it's early on, like I it's, I can do my rehab on the road as well. Um, so hopefully I know MLB needs to clear it cause COVID and all that. So I don't know if rehabs will even be allowed to travel, but mm. if they are, I really want to want to go. I texted cash if I can. He's like, we got to wait and see what MLB does. And I was like, well, if they say yes, can I travel? He's like, we're going to wait and see. Oh, like, oh, all right, whatever. He won't even but give you an answer. I don't think he can right now. Like he has to just, he's kind of at the mercy of what like MLB decides, but either way, but that's like, fine. If I, but if, if they say yes, then can't he be like, know. of course, we'd love to have you, you bring great energy, great hair. Yeah, you know. smell I good. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I like to think I bring that, that, that capital E into the dugout, a lot of good yes. energy, but I think it's a, a lot of it too, is like the COVID concerns and like with all the stuff going on, I, I totally understand. So I'm going to, I'm going to bag and stuff, but we'll see if not, because the playoffs is like, come on, that's hard. You don't want to miss that. I can't leave early in the playoffs. Yeah. I can't just only be there for, for home games, but we'll see. You have been there for the home games, correct? Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Okay. And like, it's been awesome. It's been great. It definitely keeps me like, it's nice to have that, that routine. Cause when the team leaves, I do rehab from like 12 to five ish. Normally today was like a lot shorter. Weirdly enough, I had an off day from like working out and stuff, but it's 12 to five and uh, 
So I basically just come home and then do nothing, but, and then I'll go 12 to five and then stay there. And then the game will start and then I'll get home at like 11 30. I'd rather just have my day consumed. Like I don't right now, like I go through phases. I'm really good at doing nothing, but right now I don't like just sitting here doing nothing. So like, I'll try to, I'm like reading new stuff and trying to figure all that out. But for the most part, I'd rather spend all my time at the field. So you're watching every game at night when they're on the road, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm flipping back and forth for sure. When it's on the road, it's harder to. <laughs> oh, hold on. Huh? What are we flipping back and forth between? The Bachelor, Just, the Bachelor. No, I don't even like, know which season we're on. I'll go. Uh, sometimes I'll do like half, half podcast, half game. For the most part, a lot of times too, I'll have the game on, but it's not like I'm, I'm putting it on with like maybe I'll mute it and do something else while I'm watching. You know what I mean? Kind of okay. like a, a little thing like that. Just support the people. Watch usually like, yeah, most of it, but. If I get, I don't know, it's nice to have something else, but it's always on. So that's always good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Every night or is there, has, have you gone out to dinner when they've been on the road one night? I have done that before. I have okay. definitely gone out to dinner on the road, but like for the most, if I'm available and I can, but honestly, when I do go to a place to eat, I'll tell them to turn the game on. <laughs> and it's weird because some places like won't have it on. I'm like, come on, it's Tempe Rays. Like let's, let's put this on. But a lot of places will go, like we'll have TVs like in the corner and I'll, I'll what else could they have on possibly right now? I mean, I know on the weekends, know, what we're talking about Monday and Thursday. Now we're going to be occupied with football. I get that, but sure. Yeah. Come on up until this point, what else has been? I walked into a restaurant and it, I remember, I forgot where it was, um, but it was like the, it was the Yankees and then like the blue Jays game was on. And I was like, come on guys. Like and maybe it's because of blackouts. Who knows? Probably it's probably because of blackouts. You can't play okay. the local. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I don't know the deal, but. Who knows? Most places like the TV is, is gnarly. Like people in Tampa really care about baseball in that regard. Like it's usually on like the, the communal aspect of like the, the games, there's a lot of, of viewers and stuff. So I just think it was probably maybe the person working the bar that night just didn't know who knows. I'm going to benefit of the doubt. God, you are way too nice. I would have walked in there and been like, there, Hey, what like... the fuck is going on here? <laughs> yeah, we have got cause any attention. <laughs> Here's what I would have done. Next yeah. time this happens, you walk in. If the Rays are not on TV and it's not yeah. a Saturday or Sunday or a Monday or Thursday, if it's a Tuesday or Wednesday and you're out to dinner sure. and the team's on the road, here's what we do. This is your homework assignment. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Rays are not on. I'm sorry. Does anybody know who the fuck is the best team in the American League? Can anybody tell me right now? Anyone? Oh, that's great. I might. Who knows? I will do that. No, I, won't. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> that's great though honestly you should just come down and do it for me and then i'll sneak away in a corner god almighty i would be the best hype man ever i would totally do it for you (laughs) we could send a guy from wwe you know they had their headquarters not too far from you our pump-up videos with one of the guys in passing you're like hey would you like to do one of our pump-up videos and the guy did a great job i don't know his name and i should but yeah that'd be good that's an that's an idea i can spend my free time that way too okay Hey guys, Tops has released the highly anticipated 2021 Tops MLB Inception NFT collection. It's actually inspired by the popular Tops Inception baseball physical product, the striking officially licensed Tops MLB NFTs. They're available now exclusively at topsnfts.com. Now, it celebrates baseball's promising young stars from breakout rookies to veteran mainstays and also introduces the new beginnings, which is a set that celebrates both new and familiar faces in new places. Now, collectors can purchase five-card standard packs and 25-card premium packs via credit card with NFT card rarities ranging from common to legendary. Get yours now as packs are going to fly. These collections feature iconic tops card designs, motion animations, facsimile signatures, digital relic content, and more. 2021 Tops MLB Inception NFT collection. It's available now on topsnfts.com. But fear not, because once these limited packs sell out, you can still get 2021 Tops MLB Inception NFTs on topsnfts.com marketplace. You buy individual NFTs or unopened standard or premium packs, all from the same convenient location. That's topsnfts.com. August 21st was a big day down there at the TROP. Do you know why? No, should I? Yes. Maybe say it and then I'll tell you if I knew or not. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. Okay. <clears throat> uh, let me get a good one here. This is an old Brian Wilson one. What is oh, that? it was Bobblehead Day? Was Your it 
Oh yeah, Probably it was mine. Yeah. yeah, 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 it was. Yeah, it was. Oh. There it is. My parents were there too randomly. They didn't even know. They got a free bobblehead. This that's not that big a deal to you? No, it's great. I do. I actually had two this year because in 2020 I had one and they couldn't give it away. So I think, yeah, it's sick. It's super weird. It's not weird. It's just like, like I said, when you're a little kid and you watch people that like have their own bobblehead, you're like, that's yep. larger than life. That's amazing. And then now I'm in that position. I'm like, it's weird. <laughs> I still feel like a little kid sometimes. <laughs> oh, it's an audio bobblehead. Do you have any idea what it says? That was the first one that it's like, uh, it's an announcer. It was like strikes him out at 99. It's our radio guy. He's got a great voice. He's really good at his job. Um, and then the second one wasn't audio. But yeah, they were both really cool. I, and I got to like get a lot of them. They give you a case of them. I could give it to my family and such. And it's been cool. I have some family down here and they'll have people. You want one? I'll, I'll ship Come it. Come on, dude. I've got a whole. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that is true. I should have known this. Hey, you and Mo are big bobblehead people. I love bobbleheads. In fact, That's I cool. just, for some reason, it has stunted my bobblehead growth. Do you know the last Tampa Bay Ray I got as a bobblehead? Huh, Longoria, Archer, Logan Forsyth. Oh, <laughs> nice. What Look at how white that? his teeth are. Look at those wow. things. He's definitely bleaching those for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's no question. I had, I had an Archer. Oh, here it is. I had an I've Archer, Archer Star one. Wars one. Oh, that one's cool. I haven't seen that one. Yeah. And um, since we're playing a game of I'll show you yours if you show me mine. Oh. There's a Chris Rose NFL oh. Network one. I have never looked so svelte. That's, ass that's a good not, one. Ass not drawn to scale. <laughs> um, I'll get you a bobblehead for sure. I'll get you both of them if I can, if they have them left over. I'll just steal it out of someone's locker because they give it to everyone and then people forget. So I'll just, I'll, I'll be a thief. And the last one, Roseman. Is that the, Oh, yeah. That's cool. Who makes these? Like, who, did so, like how did you get those two? Well, uh, I don't know. I would have to talk to the marketing people at uh, NFL Network, and um, so NFL, okay, yeah, MLB Network. I, I, I could call my friend Mary Beck. She, I don't need to know that bad. It's okay. <laughs> you can save the call. It's all right. You're not interested. Now, now well, you're you not said I, I was more about you were like NF, NFL Network and MLB Network, and that answered my question. I was like, okay. oh, okay, there you go. So you say you're interested in the game of baseball. You want to get involved, but you don't know how. That's where our friends at Sports Management Worldwide can lend a helping hand. It's very simple. They offer these great eight-week online courses. And in terms of baseball, they've got Dan Duquette, a former GM with the Orioles, the Red Sox, and remember the Montreal Expos as well. He teaches a course in baseball player development. So he tells you exactly what to look for and how to build your brand. So maybe one day you can be a GM. There's a baseball agent course with MLB agent Oscar Suarez. Talks a little bit about scouting how to uh, search out that player that you want to represent, and also how to work with MLB front offices as well. you got a baseball GM and scouting course with former Dodger GM Dan Evans and 40-year MLB scout Hank Jones. They're going to teach you how to evaluate players and all that sort of stuff. And, of course, the baseball analytics course with Ari Kaplan. That thing was so good that Kansas City manager Mike Matheny actually took it. So, once again, they know who to contact, when they're hiring, and how to get things going so that you can work your way into the baseball world. But it's more than just baseball. These courses can help you evaluate in the NFL, in the NBA, in soccer. So if you have an interest outside of baseball, that's great for you as well. So you learn by hopping on to smww.com. Use the discount code ROSE for $50 off the course of your choice. It's very simple. It's all about great courses understanding and getting that knowledge that'll take you to the next level. So, you know, it's been a while since we talked because I don't, I don't know if I let you in on my schedule or if you follow me much on Instagram, you do. I've seen you. Yeah. Check out my I, follow you. Yep. yeah. I was in Vegas for over two weeks shooting battle bots. Which oh yeah. I used to love that show when I was a little kid, I used to play a computer game that was battle bots and I was addicted to it. Probably why I got carpal tunnel that in runescape, but I uh, I loved that show and I loved playing that game. I don't know like the the ins and outs of it. Like I couldn't give you the stats. I don't even know if, how that works, but I do remember like really nerding out on that because it is very entertaining. It's just smart people building things to beat up other smart people stuff. That's great. You know what? This is very fascinating because now the last two podcasts I've done have featured very tall, 
right-handed pitchers that can really throw that are both from Southern California and are enamored with battle bots. You and Giolito. Mm-hmm. Giolito peppered me with questions for about 20 minutes about it. Really? He we, probably knows a lot more than I do. I'm just more oh, he like was a all, fan. He totally nerded out, but you guys might That's have cool. played the same game because he was talking about playing some game as a kid. I'm just going to tell you, get back in, go check out Discovery Plus last season. A more felt Chris I Rose was on hand to host. Was that crazy. actually would be fun. I need more material. Obviously, uh-huh. the game is on, and then I'll, I'll flip back and forth from battle bots in the game. That'll be my homework assignment. Put it on paper. Battle okay, bots. good. You yeah. know what I want you to do? You report mm-hmm. on your favorite battle bot. Ooh, I, I know we're getting very early to Mrs. Rose's homework assignment, <laughs> but <laughs> you go. you've got all this time. <clears throat> I want you to do a full report on your favorite battle bot, meaning robot, 250-pound okay. robot, what you enjoyed most about it. I don't need full details about the sure. speed on the weapon and all, you know all that sort of stuff, but you can just kind of talk to me a little bit about it. Yeah, I'm down. Who's like the Shohei Otani of battle bots? Is there one that's just like this guy has the best bot? Well, the defending champs are from New Zealand. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, their name's oh, like an Endgame. international thing. Yeah, Endgame? oh, from around the world. We had our first bot from Seoul, South Korea this year which is really Ooh, cool. A couple of Brazilian sick. bots. Nice, uh, nice. Yeah. Black Dragon and Minotaur. We had a couple of Canadian bots. Um, nice. Pardon My French and Lucky. Oh, okay. I was like, are you about to cuss? Oh, I see. It's the name of the... I see. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what's, <laughs> no. So the, the one that's the best, what's the weapon? What do they do? Oh, this is more... I probably could do this for homework, but just... No, no, no. There's Endgame. So um, yeah, they have what's called a vertical disc Ooh. spinner. You see that black thing in the middle? Yeah. At, that thing spins at 250 miles an hour. And I'm going to guess it probably weighs 35 pounds. And it like, I actually think I've seen videos and it like just shoots the other things crazy. And that looks like a more updated version from the one I saw. Cause the one I, I remember watching a video one that was just flat and like destroyed everyone. And then there's oh, like yeah. huge, they, like doesn't work. These, these people are wicked smart. They're yeah. so good. And That's are you cool. a UFC fan at all? Casually, like I enjoy, I like a net more of like the mentality of like that's such a hard mental sport mixed with the physical component and like they're very yeah I I like all the philosophy behind it. Well, I don't know like I'm not like a nerd on all the all the guys though. Got it. My analyst is a guy named Kenny Florian. He was a four time, uh, he competed I think in four championship fights. He went on four. He fl- had to fluctuate in weight, but he was here. So this is the sort of wow. stuff that Endgame does. We're showing it against Duck Al Rucker, the engineer of Duck, by the way. And, uh, yeah, it, it just, it, that blade spinning it, you know, 250 miles an hour and it nails it over and over. This is an updated version, right? Cause I'm pretty sure I've seen that, uh, or maybe it was a different bot, but I'm pretty sure it was Endgame. Now that you say it, they've been in it for a while, right? They've been in it since 2018, I believe. I'm pretty sure so this was their fourth season. It's, it's just a ton of fun. How much money do you think they put into one of those? Probably a lot in like repairs and such. Like, I don't know, technology so advanced now, like the small. Okay. Now you're asking the good questions. Giolito <laughs> wanted, he asked the same stuff. How much do you think the high end, like we're talking about the creme de la creme of these robots. What do you think it costs? Just I, like out of, I don't know, I'm going to say creme de la creme, maybe like, I'm, it's just probably going to be wrong, but like a million. A mil- I don't Jesus. know, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, it seems like pretty advanced technology. I don't know. <laughs> a million dollars. Okay, just well, I don't know. Maybe ballpark. made out of like unicorn skin. I don't know. Giolito, Giolito guessed 20 grand. Uh, it's it's $80,000, but that's like the. The most they ha- that has one. to have gone down over the years because I remember a while ago when this first was a thing, I thought they spent like a crazy amount of money. I remember they were like also I seven kid. at the time. Yeah, maybe. And I guess they maybe technology wasn't like, and I'm sure too, like the computer chips were probably like way bigger and needed a maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's why I got my million dollar valuation. It probably wasn't right back then either. But <laughs> Dude, I can't wait to see your future negotiations based on what yeah, you just for said. real. Yeah. Maybe great. I would like to be the first billion dollar a year player, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah who knows? <laughs> That's hilarious. Hey guys, producer Rob here. Just wanted to let you know that week one of the NFL season may be over, but the season's just getting started at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off week two, DraftKings is giving new customers $200 in free bets instantly 
when they bet $1 on any football game. That's just a dollar on any football game. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a $1 bet on any week two game to receive $200 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbooks is not available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contests. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code ROSE to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code ROSE this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Uh, let's talk about a guy who has accomplished quite a bit um, in your game. <clears throat> Nelson Cruz. Yes. Have you gotten to know him a little bit? I've been picking his brain every chance I get. I'm a big fan of Nelson. I like him a lot. I asked him a bunch of stuff. Dude, He, I think what's most impressive about him is how well he takes care of himself. He's very like Tom Brady-esque of baseball. I'm sure there's a lot of guys. When you can play, how old is he, 40 something? When you can play that long, 41. you got to figure out how to take care of your body. But he moves, like his efficiency, like his hips, the way everything moves, watching him run for a 41-year-old, it blows my mind. And watching the stuff he does in the weight room, like he does something every day. He's very much like addicted to working out, I think. And I, that's my brand of human. He, uh, he's impressive. He's a freak. Um, he's probably one of the most impressive guys like I've seen on a baseball field who I've played with or like against just watching the way he works and like, just, he's so smart talking to him in the dugout and like his philosophy behind hitting. And I just pick his brain about a, a whole different amount of stuff. I'm he's sure it's annoying, too, man. yeah, he's awesome. Really, really solid human being. I, it's, and I, that's like, so on par with Neander. Like I think he's always wanted to get Nelson just because he's such a good human along with being a phenomenal baseball player. If, um, is this the play where he runs to second? Yes. Oh, dives yeah. head first. Watch it. That is a 41 year old bro. Dude. busting it. Dude, and he moves like he's 20-something. It's incredible. Watching him, I think, where was it at home? He had a triple or something. He went first to third, first to home, and this dude was cooking the entire way. And, and like, no slowing. Like, just the way his hips move, because most people can't get full range, like, at top. A lot of guys will, like, push, like, they'll they'll kick their hamstring out. They don't run properly. But, like, his mobility and the stuff he does in the weight room allows him to, like, as you get older, I feel like your strength doesn't, doesn't necessarily go down, but, like, your range of motion and mobility does. But, like, the things he does, like, the little like type of stretching and all the stuff he did. Like it's just his full range at that age is crazy. Like it's very, very impressive. Well, you, you're really into this stuff. I know this you're, you're into the whole idea of, okay, how do we improve things? Yeah. I am probably one of the three or four worst runners on the planet. You think so? Oh, I know. I, so I don't think so on the planet, <laughs> on the planet. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, when I am, when I'm running, my head does not move. It's like this. That's not bad. What do you mean? That's good. Your head's not, it's like a, it's like a cheetah. You got to think like their head is like stable and everything around it's moving. I don't know. Does someone tell you, I've never seen you run, but oh yeah, people that are a... fast usually have like a, like their head, like look like a really good Olympic sprinter from front of like a hundred meter, like their head doesn't move either. So maybe you're Usain Bolt. But I also do maybe. a lot of this. <laughs> yeah. That, that could maybe work on that, but there's probably nothing like a little stretching you couldn't <laughs> fix or like a little end range mobility. Oh, I think you God. could. It's the hardest part starting though, because you're going to be in, it's going to suck for the first couple of weeks. Stretching is yeah. not fun when you don't do it. I, I think I need to spend like a month at Camp Glass now in the off season. I really do. I'll be I around. Did, I did great. Like during the pandemic, I'm like the one person that lost weight. I lost there like you go. 30 pounds, but I've gained wow. 12 of it back. And I just had, the reason I couldn't move our, you know, our show up today was I had to see my doctor. He's like, hey, fat ass, you did so well. <laughs> Now, come on. What is it? Why was it easier in quarantine? Just because you had nothing else to do? I think I was just so focused on trying to finally improve myself a little bit. That's you know, cool. I like, I got my face chiseled. Very stuff. nice. Nice. Now I've got, now I'm back on the three chin department. <laughs> I can see it on this show. Like every time I see myself, I'm like, ah, oh, shit. You know, you're I capable of it. it though. That's like the hardest part of starting. You've already done it. So like, once you just get the motivation bug again, and once it just becomes like, I don't know. You also do you want to do the cheat code? Just buy like a get a sauna. 
and then stretch inside of it. And that'll, that'll change your life. That's yeah. the easiest way to do it. If you want to, oh, if you want to lazy right. man it for better quality of life, get a sauna and do some stretches. I'll be right on that. <laughs> yeah. I'll be right on that. Yeah. yeah. Sick. Okay. No, see, <laughs> Michelle was digging it. Like she was like, Hey man, there it is. Then she made me grow the beard. Like nice. I lost 30 pounds. My personality didn't improve, but the rest of it was like all coming together for her. <laughs> Very cool. I thought she made you shave or she made you grow the beard out. What'd she oh, like no. more? She, she was That's the reason I grew the beard. That's tight. Why'd you shave? Happy wife, happy life, dude. That's what they tell me. Yeah, I shaved it um, because, oh, I think I had a beard the last time I saw you, didn't I? You did. I remember maybe not the last part. Yeah, you had it for a bit. Okay. There's some scruff going on. I, um, yeah, I had to shave it for battle bots. Okay. They like Kenny's got a beard. So they were like, I was like, you can't have two really that like we can't tell the difference between the two of us. Like he's you, five nine. Yeah. You know, six it's feet. Maybe it's just to like pocket. cater to the de like demographics. Maybe people are like these two bearded guys, like that's that's discriminant towards people who don't have facial hair. So maybe that's the thing. Maybe they're trying to broaden their <laughs> I actually I didn't hear it out of their mouths. I just figured as much that I, every the previous five seasons I've been clean shaven. So I was like, well, what happens if I show up with a beard? Are they going to make we'll go me... Fu Manchu or something? I Start should have asked. Oh yeah. yeah. That would have been awesome. Or something. Hell yeah. You're coming from speaking to someone too, who cannot grow a beard to save their life. Like I, I am like prepubescent. I cannot grow facial hair. And I'm like a big, you always want what you can't have. And I'm always like, when I was, I would ask people like, when did you start getting, I'm like 28 now. And I'm like, what was it? Like 35 is when you started growing facial hair. <laughs> Everyone's like, I think you're, you're screwed. I think you're done. I just have I like, think, just like hairless. It's weird. I think my 15 year old can grow a better beard than yours. Rub it in, Chris. Fine. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> it doesn't no, change yeah. who you are on the inside, Tyler. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Very sentimental. I know. And I think a lot of people, too, are like, you don't want to grow a beard, so you're good. But I get a little, like, a little child stash here and there. You can see a little bit right there. Oh, God. Nice. Have we but ever nothing. seen you with facial hair? No, because I can't grow it. I've had, like, I've just been lazy and not shaving for a while. But it's, like, it's a, it's a sad mustache. So I haven't tried in a couple of years. I don't think it'd be any better, though. Brault had a weird mustache a couple years that ago. That dude grows some strange, at, like weird facial hair. He does. It's very strange. <laughs> <laughs> it's very strange. He can grow a better one than me, though. So, like, oh almost God. like when you look at him, you wonder if he's registered with the neighborhood. Just right. To make sure everybody knows that he's, <laughs> he's out, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's yeah. Weird. I mean, who knows? I know there's websites for that. I'm sure he's in the database. I would like to finish the Nelson Cruz conversation on. Oh, yeah. Two, we kind of got off track. Yeah. No, we didn't get off track. That's the beauty of this podcast. There's no, there is no track. Uh, one, have you imagined what it would be like if you could borrow Nelson Cruz's eyebrows? Those things are amazing. They are. I remember, I think we talked about that. So when you text Told me, you. Like, ask him his eyebrow routine. And I was like, I don't know. And I saw him and I was like, that's what he means. They are. They're, they're full. And even me too. I'm very like a light eyebrow guy. So yeah. Yeah. Maybe tips his, and tricks of such. Yeah. I don't know. His are impressive. They are. Uh, in, he is a guy that you just talked about how you're 28. I don't think he broke into the bigs until he was 27. I want to really? say he kicked, Oh yeah. He kicked around. Know he was, that. Yeah. He was with the Mets and uh, then he finally got his, his chance with the Rangers and just lit it up. I mean, he's oof, a freak boy. Man. Was he good? Uh, what is it that makes it so difficult to pitch to him? Cause he's been so good the back half of his career. I think he's just as like guys who are really good at their job or like who are good hitters just stay stubborn. They find an approach that works and then they stick with it. Even when they're slumping, they just like stick with it. I don't know exactly what that approach is. I need to do a bigger deep dive, but like the biggest thing I've noticed from guys that are like good to great or like kind of good to like the different scales or people that like consistent, like, I don't know, like young hitters especially will do well and have a good approach and then like not do well and then get away from their approach. And then like, it's too much like, Maybe I'll try this. Maybe I'll try that. Even for pitchers too. But like him, he's just so, even the way he hits, he never like leaks forward. He's always so consistent and he never gets off of his approach. And anyone who's good, who can stick around a long time, finds something that works and stays with it. So I, I'm going to go ahead and say that's the reason he's very good. And he's a freak. He's like the strongest human I've ever seen. So like that probably helps too. <laughs> you like click a ball out. So that, yeah, that probably is the answer. Actually, I change it to that. <laughs> it looks like he could chew through his bat. Probably. I th it's like I think he I don't know I want to I, I want to see him do like the fucking break it on his leg thing. I think a lot of people can do that but I got Nelson doing it pretty easily yeah hey your buddy uh Brasso has been up and down with the team mm -hmm. um 
first of all, does he still keep stuff in the house? Yeah, his room's full here. Luplo's living here now. And Josh Lowe just got called up. So I think he might take a room. I haven't talked about it, but I knew him in spring and said if he needed oh. to come and stay here. He could, but yeah, Luplo's been here. I've known him since uh, the pirate days. He's a oh, right. really great human. I love yeah, that. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's awesome. I like him. Um, but Brousseau, you know, he got sent down and then he freaking hit the bull. I know. You know sent that with the me. home run. I sent you that clip. Yeah. T went back to back with someone, too, I think that game. So Josh Lowe, maybe. So he's got a. Don't, doesn't he get a stake or something for that? What's, it, what's the rule uh, down there? Fans get one, right? Or something? I think it's like you have to hit it in some sort of inning. I don't, I don't know the rules there, but if you hit the bowl, you get a stake. And that's yeah. cool. That's cool. Yeah. Free stake is always fun. Problem. Okay. I was just curious. I didn't know what I, I think. What I don't know. I, should, I don't know. So you're saying you're not the marketing director for the Durham Bulls? <laughs> no, it's not me. <clears throat> I don't really want to know all the rules of AAA. I don't want to go there anymore. I'm yeah, no, no, you're good. You might get a rehab start or something occasionally. <laughs> Those are fun. I mean, like, you don't want to be hurt, but, like, it is nice to rehab start down in AAA. There, there it is. That. Look at that bomb. Oh, Brasso. What's it say? Hit the bull, win a stake, right? I think that's what it is. Let's see. Look, the, the little bull popped up. Yeah, you're right. I should have texted him and asked him. Maybe you bring him, bring home some steaks. It's okay. Look at that. So Look you at mentioned that pimp run around first too. Go back, play that again. Look at this little feel me around first base. Look at this. <laughs> a little shoulder dip. Oh, oh, a little twist right there. That's very uncharacteristic of him. That's nice though. Feel yourself, Bross. I love that. There Dude, it is. A year ago, he was taking a roll this deep and. Game five of the ALDS, and now he's hitting the bull, man. Pimping oh, no. homers. That's crazy. Yeah, I this, need this. Yeah, this I game need is weird. Back so you day. mentioned he's, he's he's talented. That dude is a very good baseball player. I think he will be in the big leagues for a very long time. You've got a ton of them. I know, That's why you guys are where you are. That's why the dude's in AAA. It's unbelievable. It's insane. Anyone who gets called up just like does well. Our whole, our AAA team is like, I think they could maybe beat some big league teams. Maybe that's a stupid comment, but like they're in their, the cohesiveness. That's what the Rays do. Well, Eric is so smart with like not getting shady humans, like really good quality people. And like the camaraderie at every level is it sounds very air bud, but like, it's so real. Like the feeling you get when you walk into the clubhouse is like, I am very comfortable. This is very cool. And triple a, the guys down there are like just crazy. The stories we hear of them, like just everything. They're so like knowledgeable and advanced of like, they're just good at, every little baseball thing and we'll be stacked for a long time. Well, all right. So you mentioned a couple of the, well, you mentioned one young guy in Josh Lowe. You mm -hmm. played with Nate, who's his older yeah. brother now in yeah. Texas. <clears throat> I had dinner with him when I had surgery too, because he's down in Texas and I got my surgery there. Got it. Was he like, Hey, my, my younger bro's about to come up, take care of him. We've already, we've known for a while. Like I've, I know both of them relatively well. So like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is he, it reads like he's a complete stud. Oh, he's a freak. He's a, uh, it's funny too, because they're built so much different, but they're both unbelievable baseball players. Like I'm sure work ethic, but like genetically, like he's a freak. He's super fast, really good defender. I think he had like 20 and 20, 20 homers, 20 bags, like a while ago in AAA. And that's pretty Dude, Look at him. I didn't even know that he looked like that. Look at him. He's already yeah. got the freaking <laughs> bandana working. He's going to push you for hottest Ray. You and oh, Kiermaier. Wow. Yeah, he can grow a beard too. Lucky guy. What the heck? Yeah. Why can't I figure that out? It's all right. I imagine you yeah. got a few things on him too. There you go. <laughs> all right. Uh, and then Wander Franco is an on base machine. Like when we're Feel talking that. about breaking records that Mickey Mantle has, it's ridiculous. Solid human too. Very like mature for his age as far as baseball goes. Like his approach, super stubborn. Like he's one of the better, like his play discipline is stupid like he's just born to play baseball watching him is really really special it's cool right now being able to see what he's doing um and he'll just continue to get better and better and better this even too like how stacked we are it, it makes me like oh, i just want to stay here like it'd be nice to to be a ray i don't know how that'll turn out but it's like it's amazing it's awesome no no progress in that department right i just have to ask huh. No, no, no. I haven't talked. Maybe at the end of the season, we'll talk about it. But whether I'm there or not, I will always have fond memories. So <laughs> stop. Don't don't say your goodbyes just yet. <laughs> I'm not going to get I'm you on the saying. road in the playoffs. Stop. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Next year, I'll see you in September. Um, 
Eric Neander got his uh, his extension. Yeah, and well, a promotion. Very, yeah, I hope he got a fat raise. I don't know what what happened, but I hope he did. <laughs> this is I I have to be honest with you. This is so refreshing and a rarity in sports. Hmm. Like I cover two sports. There aren't a lot of players that root for their GMs because the GM's job is to replace you younger and cheaper. <clears throat> yeah. Part of their job. Yeah. And you're why are you so thrilled for Eric Neander? Because he's just a solid human. I like would consider him a friend of mine. Like whether we would like even if he employed me or not, like he's just a really good person. And he's good. I, I like just having conversations with him about like whatever. We don't even talk about baseball that often. Like he just likes a lot of stuff and he's really intelligent. <clears throat> Everyone in the front office with the raise is intelligent. I don't think you can get a job in the front office unless you go to like some Ivy League school. I don't know where Eric went. I think him playing helped him out a lot. Um, but he's just extremely intelligent. I just respect him a lot. So I think like when you, I don't know, like I, I just ask him all sorts of questions and he's very candid and open and honest. And I'm like very curious about stuff he does and just the front office of the Rays in general. Like I want to go intern for them. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work, but like they're very, they're a group of very intelligent, like nice, kind hearted people. And I think that's kind of a rarity in baseball. Not like there's a bunch of shitty humans being GMs, but like you said, I don't, I think that dynamic is always so weird, but I don't know anyone who doesn't like Eric. Like if maybe you don't agree, like if you're a player and you whatever called up and down, I'm sure you get frustrated, but like everyone will say he's a great dude. So. I like to yeah. hear that. Did you text him after he got his extension? Yeah. I said, congratulations. And then he gave me like, told you I wasn't going anywhere. So I'm like, Oh, nice. Very cool. Cause yeah, I mean, who, who like, there, he had to have a sh ton of teams coming at him. Like, honestly, if I was a team, I would have just been like, here's a checkbook, like write yourself whatever you want to come here. But he's very loyal. And like, I really know he wants to win a World Series with, with the Rays. And and I think he even said it, like, why fix it if it's not broken? Like he's got, I know like Stu is great. And, like the owner is great and like lets him have freedom. And clearly you give someone freedom when they're like amazing and we win all the time. But I know like it's probably a hard dynamic from a GM to an owner because some probably want to like micromanage or do whatever. And I know that they have a really good relationship. So um, the grass isn't always greener. And I think he realizes that. And he's just like appreciative and happy to just be a, a Ray. And he does a great job doing it. So you don't think the Mets could have used him? Holy that's what I was smokes. thinking too. I guess there was two rumors of that they were like talking to him about it. Um, and that's cool. It's nice too because like I think with the – with being a Ray, like he probably took a significant pay cut to be with the Ray, Rays, mm -hmm. I guess. So it's like, it's nice to know he's not just doing it for the money. And like our team is very good. So that helps. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Do you pay attention to like what's going on with the New York Mets? Like, the, yeah, I, I saw shortly, but I got, uh, <clears throat> I would just get updated by like people like my agent would just or, like send me some stuff. But I'm so bad at like looking at stuff on Twitter and Instagram. Like, I'm not. I'm always the last one to find out everything. I don't know if it's just because I don't care. Like maybe I just don't, I don't know. I'm not quite sure what it is, but yeah, I've, I've heard all that stuff. I immediately just feel bad for the team. Like I'm like, I just think to be in like that market and like how passionate and like crazy the fans can get sometimes. Like I always kind of get the perspective of the player of being like, dude, that's really like psychologically difficult for people. And I don't think a lot of people understand like, baseball players or even GMs and people and like the trouble that I got into, like, I, I'm not excusing what he did, but I very much am like empathetic of like, wow, like the whole, all of New York and he got what suspended for the year. Like, I just, I don't know. I hope he's all right. <laughs> That's all yeah, I can I mean, think about. Right. No, none of us are going to sit here and applaud a guy when he's allegedly, well, he's facing an alleged DUI when he gets sure. a journalism degree out, but the rest of it is right. And we do forget that you guys are human and uh, not just people in jerseys that we root for yeah. every night. I am curious. Do you, um, do you ever allow yourself to think about that? Because we've talked about it. Like they're the Rays fans don't show up, but they do consume the product on TV mm -hmm. at a, in very large numbers. Okay. So we know that there's a fan base, but there is not the pressure that we have in New York sure. or in, you know, philly or boston yeah is there part of you that ever dreams about boy i wonder what it would be like if people are on my ass 162 games a year 
I've thought about it. I think like, I just think the in-between is different. Like, I think once you get out there and compete, maybe the external stuff can like get in the way. But I think at a certain point, once you're at like, you kind of, I don't know. I, I don't know from experience that I haven't played to market like that, but I think it would more be like a pro, not a problem, but be a thing more like af, like in-between. You know what I mean? Like here, it's nice to be able to play and like go home and you can kind of separate. It's like not this crazy big thing. And a place like that, I just think the hardest part is probably after and like what you have to deal with off the field. But as far as playing, I think once you go in between the lines, like you kind of, you do what you can and you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But how do you think, I'm curious how you would handle it because I mean, listen, I know you love your organization, but if there's somewhere down the road that you end up signing with a big team or you get traded to a big, whatever happens, the market is going to love you. Like you're just a different dude. You're fun loving, you're easy going. You're easy. Like you are uh, the complete package. I'm not trying to blow you up here, but uh, you, you are. Chris. <laughs> Thank you. So, but you're also going to go through struggles. Yeah. You yeah, know yeah. that. Like tra- we use one of our brethren here, Trevor May. Good dude. I remember seeing the first interview he did on SNY in spring training. And afterward, the Mets announcing team was like, New York's going to love this guy because he is different he is yeah. not your typical baseball player yeah he's cool you know how often how long that lasted 12 seconds <laughs> till he was shitty the first week of the year yeah, I, I think and you have to like expect that though like i just think that's the 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 like vibe of the fan base like i think a lot of it is if you suck just don't go on your phone just don't like don't be and like, i know he's very involved in that stuff i just think it's like out of sight out of mind like you know that you're going to struggle like and you know that when you struggle, there's going to be a lot of shit talking. And I think you just kind of have to go out and keep playing. And I do think at the end of the day, like he's probably like not to get all on, but like he's learning something that like not a lot of people go, like he's learning how to navigate like that. When a lot of people are talking shit to you, like that's not something most people go through in life. Like it hardens you. It it, like, it definitely, I I think I went through a little bit of it in Pittsburgh. It's not like a ginormous market, but I sucked. And like everything was negative associated with me. So I think like I became hardened to a lot of that stuff in a sense. Like there's still, I don't know, I am a human. Like I get mad and stuff and like, I don't like when people talk shit, but like it definitely like. So you you feel like you could handle it. Yeah. I, I don't really think I'd have a choice if I had to go play there. Like, I don't know if anyone, like, I think, yeah, I, it would suck. I would have a lot like, I would be, I don't know, I'd be a human and I would like not like it. Then I'd like it. You do well. It's great. You do bad. It's not great. Like you'd go through the cycle, but I think you'd still, yeah. Like you got to go out and, and play baseball. But um, yeah, I really don't know if I would know more, I guess, if I had it like in my personal experience, yeah. but I don't know. I really don't know. Okay. Uh, you're bored to tears. And I'm sorry for that. I, I wish you weren't going through this. I wish you were out there helping your team. I know you do. So we've come up with a list here at the Rose Rotation of some possible hobbies for you. I need this. For the next several months. How does um, being announcer at a Rays game for a night sound? An announcer for like what on TV? Sure. Like what? Play by play? What would I do? You the, you could join the guys for a night in the booth. You know, you could. Yeah. No. Uh, I have this weird thing about like, <clears throat> I do this and I think obviously like, but like in a weird way, I don't know if this is right or not, but like being hurt, I kind of tiptoe around like the stuff. I, I just, I don't know. Like, it's just not, not a bad look, but I think like doing, you know what I mean? Like the whole, like, just like, look at me that while I'm hurt. Doesn't play like, well just, in the clubhouse. Yeah, I don't know. Even like the okay. guys, in the Rays don't care, but I don't know. I think that would be super cool. I just don't know how good I'd be at it. Play-by-play and that stuff is very difficult. Like You're not doing play-by-play, of, brother. You're yeah, sitting there, say, you're telling stories, just, you're talking, yeah, just, you're laughing, you're telling us about fun. why that guy's so tough to face, all that stuff. You would be A++, I'm just going to tell you. I think it'd be okay. fun. Uh, how about a wine taster? Sure. I'm down. <laughs> that'd be great i do a little wine tasting myself here not like any fancy stuff but my brother's super crazy yeah, into he it. would love that yeah I would, is that what yeah, we're doing cool. this off season are we going wine oh, yeah. tasting or something else something we can go to like what is it what's that lombok or something i don't know where that lombok. is but if anything or like santa barbara or whatever like we'll go i don't know whatever if you do 
at some point hang out with Ted and Carly, there will be wine poured at some point. A bunch of different ones. So, <laughs> How about become a professional board game enthusiast? That's an idea. I'm not a big board game guy. I do like Catan. That's a good one. I like chess. I don't know if that's a board game. Right. That'd be considered a board game. That's a thing. I've kind of tried to put more of my hobbies into like things that I'll be able to like. I've been like trying to learn about angel investing. seems like I'm going to need a lot more time to, to really do that the correct way. Um, Did you just say angel investing? Yeah, like early stage stuff. Like the idea of it to me is very, in- like very interesting. I just don't know if I could execute it properly. <laughs> like, I, especially once I start like doing a lot of stuff and coming back and pitching, it's like how much time do I really want to put into that? And like the stress of baseball will probably hinder that a bit. But it'd be a cool like something to learn about, I guess. Right Boy, now, angel investing way different than uh, Colonel Mustard in, in the library with the knife. When I was playing <laughs> Clue. <laughs> You never yeah, played the game Clue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I have. Oh. Uh, are you a poker guy? Miguel Rojas told us recently he wants to become a professional poker player when he's done playing. That's cool. I don't have enough, like, urge to get really good at it, but I play online. My brother's good at poker, or he says he's good at poker, but he's like definitely better than me. And he's more, like, studies the numbers type guy. Like, he's very A-type, like, more analytical. So he's, like, mm-hmm. a, he'd be a better match for that but i'll even i'll go play poker here at like the card rooms here and i'll walk in and be like what are you doing here and i'm like i don't know <laughs> i'm really bored <laughs> but i'll play online a lot uh, that's always fun you just got to make sure you don't get too bored because you start betting like an idiot when you get bored you kind of yeah. like half tilt but it's more like i'm trying to get more like structured into it of like like more of like this is when you go this is when you don't like very i guess more to the numbers but it's more just for fun i'm not really trying i used to, to call poker at it when I was that's dragging. where I've seen yes okay I've seen you that's where I've, you've seen me Wait, I've just, seen you doing something it? on isn't there something on I forgot maybe did you send it to me I remember seeing you do something with poker or maybe I'm from someone who looked like you but I do remember seeing you do something with no it was nobody that looks like a generic white guy <laughs> calls poker yeah <laughs> yeah that's like the, that's where they get manufactured it's where they produce them just don't combine the wine tasting with the poker playing yeah no, that's usually never done well that's that. like team flights and stuff when we're on there gambling and drinking it's never good <laughs> magic the gathering trevor williams and stephen brault would uh would think that's a great idea i know they're like pretty big into that or no kyle not stephen brault kyle crick is one of my like really really good friends mm. that play with parts he's very good at that i know him and hunter pence were big into that kyle crick is like very very intelligent too and i know that game is like you gotta be pretty smart to be good at it but yeah. not for me no okay next <laughs> movie critic I don't, want to, I don't want to be a critic. I don't know how to make a movie. The worst thing, it's being a critic is just like, uh, come on, like, I don't know. I don't want to be, I guess I could watch them and I would be a positive movie critic. That's and if I don't is. like it, I would just not say anything about it. <laughs> are, you, are you watching anything right now that's any good? Yeah, what have I been on? I gotta go look at my thing. Yeah, I, I went through a huge like movie phase, especially early in Pro Bowl when I first had all like the, time off so i'd watch like two movies a day i've seen a lot of movies i'm bad at like recalling them but i'm sure but are, you, are you you're not on any streaming service right now where you're watching a show or anything are yeah, you yeah I, I watch a lot of stuff especially as a recent like all like hulu and netflix and i'm like hbo and i what liked uh huh what do you what are you watching what series are you watching right i think what am i watching right now or i've seen, like uh the white lotus on hbo is pretty good hmm. uh silicon valley that's old that was always really awesome there's what else has been on that I've really liked. Um, I always do this. Someone asked me like what music lesson do and I can't think about okay. it. And the second we're done, I'm going to be like, Oh, all these. <laughs> You're going to text them to me. I, uh, oh, we're watching go. a show called good girls. It was on. What's that on? And then I think it switched over to Amazon. You know, a show that I, I'm not necessarily, I'm not like I'm embarrassed to admit that I watched it because it was, but there's a show on HBO called Girls. And I think mostly girls watch it, but I thought it was phenomenal. Adam Driver's on it. And that dude's my actor man crush. He's great. He's that great. was a he's good got, show. He's got very similar hair to you, actually. Kind of, yeah. A little Times. bit. Yeah. Right, yeah. He's just a really good actor. He's excellent. He's excellent. Uh, last one, start a Rose Rotation book club. What, like just what books I'm reading or what like yeah where I guess we're all the co-hosts where we all watch read a book together I would do that in a second because I need that's the thing about like reading and stuff I'm it's really easy for me to listen to podcasts I love doing that but like 
I'm a big, like pick up three books and like read them all at the same time. And then I'm like, this one sucks. I'm not going to finish it. And then I'll finish it. Like when I have an actual, if it was a book club where like I'm being held accountable, that's great. I would finish that book real quick. But if no one's telling me to do it and it's not that interesting, I just won't finish it. Hmm. Okay. Fair enough. So yeah. we found you exactly zero hobbies. <laughs> Let's do the book club. Talk to all the other ones. Let's actually do that. I want to do that. Yeah, Stay actually, uh, starting a book books. club while drinking your wine in between playing hands of poker. Yeah, the Rays would love that. All the teams. <laughs> well, of course <laughs> they'd love it because you would be doing all that while calling a Rays game. Exactly. That's what we've drunk, figured it playing all Playing poker, reading, and calling a game. I love that. Uh, I apologize. Some of these categories are repeats. So if it lands on that, I'm just going to fix the wheel of moderately interesting things. So here we go. <laughs> here we go. Oh, this is good for you, I think. I don't Fasting? think you've done this. Fasting. Big fan. Intermittent fasting. Nope. I, nope. I do it too. It doesn't show, but I do. Um, <laughs> I'm on the 16 8 plan for those scoring at home. Yeah, me too. Look at that. Yeah, we, we look exactly the same. <laughs> fasting. What is your favorite? God, I don't know if I've asked you this. Your favorite fast food while... Wow. I don't think you've Robbie's asked saying this. he thinks that we have. Robbie, hop in here. Do you think we've asked him this? Sucks. I think so. And then uh, Tyler said candy. He uh, said that favorite he, he, fast yeah, food. Yeah, but that's not fast drunk. food. Right, but I, I mean, I remember the question, and then I think you were just like, I kind of just like candy. Like, that's my no, go-to. Yeah, man, I know. The question was dessert, junk food, or something like that. Right. I think oh, that's okay. what it was. Yeah, my, yeah, bad. Yeah. my bad. What was the question? You said favorite fast food while drunk. All right, Robbie, go say? back to your dungeon. Uh, <laughs> the fault, question is sorry. fasting. <laughs> what, um, what is your favorite fast food when you're hammered? Ooh, I want to go probably like Taco Bell. I haven't had like drunk fast food in a while, but I would be, dude, high school. I didn't drink high school. Never mind. That, never, that's not real, but pretend I did. I'd go to Jack in the Box lot because it was down the street and those, and oh. I was, had no money. So those dollar tacos, or you get two for a dollar. Kidding me? What a Ugh. deal. In high school, I didn't care. It's fine. Taco Bell, Jack in the Box, probably my go-tos. Not Jack in the Box anymore. I'll go Taco Bell. Now I got a little bit of money. I don't go to I don't go to Jack in the Box anymore. Wait a second, wasn't Taco <laughs> Bell? Isn't that the thing that uh, Ted said that you, you would cry yeah. in the corner for? Mm-hmm. I just wanted what? to go to Taco Bell at all times. Del Taco as well, but that's California. Yeah. It's not even out here. Hardee's has slept on a little bit. Carl's Jr. In and out, but mostly out here I'd go to Taco Bell. Stay with the stay with the staples. When I used to party right out of college in Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, we used to go to White Castle at like Ooh. three in the morning. That's definitely a drunk food because you eat those sober and you're like, not for me. Right. <laughs> These are pretty bad. Like, exactly. In fact, you'd <laughs> want to just cut out the middleman from straight in the toilet. But man, when yeah. you get like, like a dozen sliders at oh. three in the morning. It's a challenge too. Yeah. Oh. Now the next day, literally you could be lying in bed and it looks like you're eight months pregnant because the thing just <laughs> have not left the belly at all. Yeah. Everything is just swollen. It's gross feeling, but man, it was good for like the, 12 minutes where you were sitting there and eating it yeah that's what it's all about it's the risk reward maybe in santa barbara when we drink too much wine with ted we'll go to white castle i don't know if they have it out there well they probably have some taco bell though i saw one there was one in uh is there one in las vegas right across the street from our hotel there was and i didn't go white castle yeah i used to eat the frozen ones a decent amount when i was a little fat kid i actually was like can you stop with the little? I, I need thing? to find not... a picture of me being chubby. I'm gonna find one. I had some. I had some good sized titties on me, Chris. It was. <laughs> they were good, dude. <clears throat> I had like inverted nipples and stuff too. My dad would be like, "Do some push-ups." Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. So don't tell Wait me fashion me doesn't work. <laughs> did you just say you had inverted nipples? Yeah, dude. I had a little chub, and it was more. I was like mixture of baby fat. And I also just ate fast food a lot. My mom would cook really healthy, and then I'd be like, "Not for me." And I'd take my bike to Carl's Jr. and, and get. Same order. I get a famous star, mustard, ketchup, and cheese, French fries, and a Coke. And I'd eat it all the time. Or like a Western bacon cheeseburger. And so I definitely got, <clears throat> I had a stage there where I was pretty fat. And then I stopped. I remember like in high school, junior, I was like, I'm not, this is, I'm done now. I'm not going to drink soda anymore. And I haven't since then. So that's good. So when was it, uh, when was it that you realized girls were starting to pay attention to you? I'd, I don't want this to be cocky, but I think I've, I've always kind of, even when I was like, maybe a little chubby. I always had like a decent amount of like, of game, not good, but I was just like goofy. And that's like the way you got girls when you were younger, you're just like obnoxious and funny. And like, I look back now, I'm like, I'm a dumbass. I was an idiot, but like 
I was always like decent with that. I was always just, I don't know. Like some, yeah. <laughs> Please bust out the inverted nipple story the next time you're looking to hold a conversation. Yeah. That dude, one. That, for sure. It's at least good. 20 minutes. A lot of good ammo. I'm going to find that picture. I'm going to find it. I'm in a pool on vacation. I remember too, I was like, I forgot how old I was, 12 or 13, but I looked at it and was like, something's got to change. Like this is, <laughs> this is rough, but yeah, it's been going well so far. So it's fine. Yeah. You're doing just fine. All right, so uh, we're going to continue this through the playoffs, if that's okay with you. Yeah, for sure, man. I need all the things to take my time up, so I'm down. Let's do it whenever. It's always great catching up with you. Your family's doing all right. Everybody's good. Everybody's well. They are. Same old stuff. They're retired. I don't know how if they're bored of each other yet or not, but they seem to to love hanging out with each other, which is nice. Isn't that nice? That's crazy, right? It's nuts. Really like 30-something years and they're still friends. Who'd have thought? <laughs> yeah, Michelle and I just celebrated 24. Congratulations. That's awesome. Congratulate her, not me. I got the yeah. part. <laughs> yeah, she go. had the very, very challenging part. That's <laughs> nice. Nice. All right, dude. Uh, this was a blast as always. want to uh, give Robbie a big shout-out, even though he screwed up the uh, fasting conversation tonight. So, Robbie Scirocco, he's the best in the biz. Alden Stone, our summer intern, as we are slowly creeping into fall. Tyler Glass, now thank you as always. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, guys. We will see everybody next time on the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media.